Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing in the book of Daniel. Uh, we're in the second chapter. Remember what's happening right here. The king's had a dream or a series of dreams, and he doesn't understand what the dreams mean. And they'd really rattle him. He was very anxious about it. He called in all of his wise guys. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't interpret it uh, because he refused to tell them what the dream was. He wanted them to know tell him what the dream was, and then bring the interpretation. Well, he's so frustrated, he finally demanded that they all be executed. Daniel hears about it, and he goes before the powers that be, first to Arioch, the king's commander, uh, captain of the king's bodyguard. And uh, he says, hey, what's the deal right here? Arioch tells him. Then Daniel goes before the king and requests for more time, and the king gives him more time. Now let's pick up Daniel chapter 2, verse 17. Uh, we looked at this sentence in a previous episode, and let's set the context of the whole thing. Then Daniel went to his house, and he informed his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, about the matter. So Daniel comes in. He finds out what the situation is. Rather than freaking out, rather than just going all crazy on everything, he goes and he tells his friends, who are godly guys. Okay, he knows this. He goes and tells them. Then they do this, verse 18. So that they might request compassion from the God of heaven concerning this mystery. They considered it to be a mystery. A mystery. Well, what's a mystery? A mystery is something that is true or something that is uh, uh, is factual, but we don't know about it, okay? There's several mysteries that we see in Scripture, okay? And uh, they're just saying, okay, this is a mystery. This is something that we don't know about, but it is ultimately understandable. Okay, And we're going to ask God to release his compassion from heaven upon us that we will understand this. Verse 18, so that Daniel and his friends would not be destroyed with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. They were motivated. <laughs> okay, You're motivated because somebody has threatened to kill you unless you do this. Verse 19, then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. So in a night vision, the mystery was revealed to him. Vision, by definition, is something that you see. Okay, A night vision is something that you see at night. So we don't know the exact details, but more than likely, he's up on his night bed. He's laying there. He's thinking, and he has a vision. He may have been asleep when he had the night vision, uh, but usually that's a dream, right? But not always, not always. More than likely, he was awake and was thinking and contemplating and thinking about these things. And he has this night vision. Now notice that Daniel had the vision. The other guys didn't. We saw that in the first chapter. They all had wisdom. They were all had knowledge. They were smart. They were being trained. But then it said in the first chapter, and Daniel even had the ability to interpret dreams. Remember that? So it's the mystery is revealed to Daniel. Verse 19 continues. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Verse 20. Daniel said... And then from verse 20 all the way through 25, I think. Uh, yes, all the way through. Uh, no, no, I'll take about to 24. Uh, well, let me back up again. I'm sorry, it's 23. I'm looking at the wrong page right here. <laughs> okay. These verses right here are Daniel's response to God, 20 through 23. This is one of the greatest declarations of blessing God and giving thanks to God and declaring the wonders and the glory of God. And we learn some things right here. So give real close attention to this. Verse 20, Daniel said, 
Let the name of God be blessed forever and ever. First thing he does is blesses the name of God and declares that it should be blessed forever and ever. He continues, for wisdom and power belong to him. Why should the name of God be blessed forever and ever? Because wisdom and power belong to him. What is meant by the name of God? And that's one a great, great study in all of Scripture, the name of God. And it encapsulates all who God is. He's not limited by any one name, by any one title, by any one portion of definition and understanding about who he is. So when we say the name of God, we're talking about the all-encompassing nature and aspect of who God is. So let the name of God be blessed forever and ever. For wisdom and power belong to him. He's declaring that. That's what he needed, and he's received it from God. Verse 21, it is he, it is God, who changes the times and the epochs. Let me just read this sentence, then we'll talk about it for a second. It is he who changes the times and the epochs. He removes kings and establishes kings. He gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. Wow. You know, and, and this is something that sometimes we need to grab a hold of. Okay. And remember this it is God who changes the time. Okay. The Lord is the one who brings forth the appointed time. Okay. The Lord is the one. Uh, that is in charge of time. And we think, well, what do you mean? Don't ever forget that time is created by God. And I'm talking about linear time, a period of time, the length of time. Daniel had asked the king for more time, that he would be able to interpret it. And guess what God has granted? Not only the more time from the king, but he granted the interpretation. We would do well when we reflect upon the things of God, to remember that God created time, the linear time that we live in. Also, we do well to remember that God is outside of time. He's not limited by any aspect of his creation. So God is not locked into time as we are. God does not exist in time in the same way that we do. He can step into time. He did that. Lord Jesus Christ took on the form of flesh and stepped into time but he's not limited by time in any way. And when you see that and begin to understand a little bit of that, we uh, have understanding about how God can say the various things and do the various things that we see in Scripture that we think, well, how does he know what's going to happen in the future? How does he know what's happened back here or what the possible permutations of something are? He's not limited by it. God can change the times. He can change the epochs, the epochs, okay, the seasons, <coughs> the set times. God can change all of that. He removes kings and establishes kings. And boy, this right here, folks, is really profound because here Daniel is. He had just seen uh, his city besieged, and he was captured in that siege and was hauled some 600 miles away and is now in a pagan land. But he's acknowledging, you know what? It's God who removes the kings. And it's God who establishes kings. Daniel and his uh, entourage here likely had been made eunuchs. It doesn't say that forthrightly, but there's several little hints and several things that uh, make me feel pretty secure in saying that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, okay? It doesn't really change the story or anything. 
But it does sort of, um, you know, if somebody had done things to you like that, <laughs> you know, what would your attitude be? How would you be responding? And here we see Daniel as a young man and the way that he's responded uh, to the overseer, the, the commander of the soldiers, even the king, okay? The way that he's responded, he understands that the Lord is the one who establishes kings. The Lord is the one who removes kings. You know, I remember some 20-something years ago when someone was elected as president of the United States and people were quite distraught by it. And, uh, you know, we're really taking it before the Lord. And one guy said this, yeah, you're right. Everything you're saying about this is right, and it's not real good. But I took it before God, and I was complaining about it, and the Lord said this to me. Yes, you're absolutely correct in everything you're saying, but he's better than what you deserve. <laughs> I thought, well, there you go. You're absolutely right. The Lord removes kings. The Lord establishes kings. Then the final thing real quick. The Lord gives wisdom to wise men and knowledge to men of understanding. Daniel was acknowledging that what he had seen in this mystery and what he was understanding came from God, and the Lord is the one who gives wisdom. And the one Lord is the one who gives knowledge. Tell you what, go go read this. Daniel chapter two, and we'll continue the next episode. There's more to it. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you then. Goodbye.